The presenting sponsor for On Education is Classcraft. You won't believe what Classcraft has in store for you at ISTE 2019. Stop by the Classcraft booth and complete the new AR experience to be entered in a drawing for a Nintendo Switch. Do you want twice the chance to win? Simply put us, On Education, as your referring friend on the form. To learn more about Classcraft, visit classcraft.com slash oneducation. When it comes down to the work that happens, we got to start finding ways for people to stop thinking of schools as something they pay for and start thinking about schools as something they invest in. All right, everyone, we are here with Joe Sanfilippo. Welcome to the show, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me today. Uh, awesome. We uh, we just heard you uh, do the, the keynote, so you're here at uh, USM Spark. But before that, if anyone doesn't know who you are, because you're, you're pretty out there, but give us kind of the Joe Sanfilippo 101. Yeah, I well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a superintendent in uh, northwest Wisconsin in the Fall Creek School District, home of the Fall Creek Crickets, go yes. Crickets. And we are uh, a fantastic small school district, 850 kids in a K-12 building, oh. also a you know, 1,300 people in a village. So it's definitely the hub of the community. So being in a place where you know everybody knows and understands where you know, we're all pushing in the same direction is really a good sure. feeling. Awesome. Amazing. And so you're here at USM Spark. What did you talk about a little bit about what Mm -hmm. you talked about in in the keynote, maybe? I think the biggest thing that we need to understand about uh, what happens in schools is that, well, first, the thing that we need to understand is that nobody's going to start changing the way they talk about schools until we change the way that we talk about schools. And I think we have too many people in the world that are saying that they're just or they're only, I'm just a teacher, I'm only of this, I'm just of this, I'm only of that. And the more that they say that, the more that they devalue their work. But just as importantly, the, the, the more that they devalue the work to the person that they're talking to. And then when the person that they're talking to leaves that conversation, then, you know, why would they change the way that they're talking about the work that we're doing if we're not going to change the way that we're talking about the work that we're doing? And so we talk a lot about the impact of being proud of the work versus defending the work. And the distinction there is when you're proud of the work, you're looking for some positive things to come back at you. When you're defending the work, you're waiting for something negative to happen because you're going to have to defend it again and again and again and again. And what happens when you're always defending the work is that you start avoiding conversations with people that you know you're going to have to defend the work to. And then when you avoid those conversations, you really fall victim to everybody else talking about the work that you're doing because we're not out there having the conversation. So I think that's a big part of what we do. And that's a, that's a big uh, part of the podcast. And yeah. it's basically making sure that our voices are being heard out there mm-hmm. because there's so much other types of voices that basically detract or distract the conversation, push it in a completely different direction. So fantastic message, lots of energy in that <laughs> keynote. Oh, My cool. goodness, yeah, you're yeah. bringing it. Oh, we, were, we were sitting here yes. and you're in there and I can hear every, every word oh, you're saying. Yes. Almost. <laughs> it was amazing. And I'm like, Joe, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> yes. But I get it completely because right. I get excited about stuff yeah, too. Yeah, and yeah. I, I love the energy. You, yeah. you bring it yes. hard. Now we're trying, man. I think that yes. that's the part of it though. But if you don't show any energy or enthusiasm for the work that you do and then nobody else is going to, I mean, yes. so we, and I think I, I feel, I get really jacked up about the work because it's, yeah. and it's not my work. That's the best part. It's our work work and mm. it's the work that our teachers are doing like we have incredible people doing amazing things i mean we have people you know launching hot air balloons into space and creating middle school businesses and documentaries for right. you know for the village and all this stuff is happening and they just those voices need to be heard because i don't think they're heard enough 
And so the more that we can do to get that word out, the better I think we're all going to be. And it provides an example for people. And the, only, the other thing that it does is it provides our staff with value in terms of the work that they're doing. Because when they get calls from people all over the country saying, tell us more about the passion projects that you guys do with, the, with your professional growth model instead of professional development, tell us more about that then they feel like they have value because they created the whole thing from the ground up. Yes. It's just a different conversation. Well, and energy breeds energy. Totally. Excitement yeah. breeds excitement. And, you know, when you're sharing what you're doing, everyone wants to, like, learn from you. And so when everyone's doing that, everyone wins. Yeah, right? I agree. Yes. I totally agree. And that's yeah. what we're trying to do. Um, what's going on in your life? What, what are you doing? What are you up to? Uh, you know, what do you want to tell everyone about that's listening? Yeah, well, first, first and foremost, I, I get to be the superintendent in the best school district in the world with the most incredible people and a very supportive school board and an unbelievable group of kids. And so I get a chance to see them uh, and work with them, and my administrative team is as good as you could possibly get, and they essentially run the whole thing, and we just try to give them license to do that. So that's the thing that we do on one side of the coin. The other side is I've had just a tremendous opportunity to go and speak to a number of uh, groups across the country about the work that we're doing and the way that we can change, um, you know, the, the things that happen in school. And we talk about the impact of being intentional about all of our work, yeah. about opening doors for people so they see who we are, and then finally building each other up because we can't do this work alone. So uh, I've had a great opportunity to do that and talk to a bunch of different principal groups and superintendent groups and um, tech groups and, um, you know, I mean, and just, just teachers in general. And, I, and the next month in August, I'll do a, a lot of like welcome back, uh, to school things yeah. to try to get people excited about doing the work. And, and I, I just have a, a very supportive group of people that help me along the way. Um, most importantly, you know, the fam, my family that does that. And I'm, I'm like just incredibly blessed to be able to, to, uh, you know, to have a family that's supportive of this. My wife, Andrea, and my three kids are just, you know, Aiden, Kale, and Allie just love um, the opportunities that you know to tell stories. So, Amazing. so Joe, if we usually have people give a message out to educators, but I'm thinking too that it would be nice to be able to pass a message on to our administrators. Mm-hmm. A lot of time, I think they're misunderstood yeah. or whatever it might be. What message would you pass on to them, the listeners that, of the show here that are our admin that right. are in charge of our teachers of how to basically build them up, you know, kind of like what you're doing with your school district. Well, I think I think the the first thing that we need to understand is that when people don't know what you do, they make up what you do. And you know, always tell, always say that the, in the absence of knowledge, people tend to make up their own. Yes. And I think that's a a big deal because they're going to talk about you, they're going to judge you on some level, and a lot of times they're judging you based on who held that position twenty five years ago when they were in school, and that's not fair. At the same time that you walk in with a target on your back when it comes to that work. So the first thing that I would tell people is, you know, visibility breeds credibility in some capacity. Sure that means, does. You know, when it comes to in hallways and online and that kind of thing, having a presence truly helps. The other thing that I would tell them is that when it comes down to the work that happens, we got to start finding ways for people to stop thinking of schools as something they pay for and start thinking about schools as something they invest in. Yeah. And people oh, aren't going to, they're not going to invest in things that they don't know about, right? Yeah. You want to do the research and understand that you're making the investment. And a lot of times what ends up happening is, you know, 80% of the voting public don't have kids in school. So when 80% of the voting public don't have kids in school, then they reflect on what happened to them when they were in school or when their kids were in school. And that's not the real narrative of what's happening. But until we start talking about what's going on, then we we, we fall victim to every story that happened 25 years ago when they didn't get what they needed out of school. Just a fantastic message. Uh, Thanks, man, for joining us. Really appreciate it. Joseph Lipo, everyone. Thanks, man. (laughs) Thank you. Go Crickets.
Do you have plans to attend the ISTE conference this summer? Come one day early and participate in the best hidden gem conference in the United States. Badge Summit 2019 will take place on the Temple University campus in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on June 22nd. There will be lots of wicked smart educators to collaborate with on topics such as digital badges, credentials, gamification, and more. To learn more about Badge Summit, simply visit bit.ly slash badge summit. All right, welcome back, everyone. We're here with the man, the myth, the legend, John Spike. <laughs> welcome. Welcome, John. It is phenomenal to be on the show, guys, as always. Phenomenal is a phenomenal word. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. So uh, tell everyone, uh, if anyone hasn't heard, you've been on the podcast before. You are a returning guest. <sighs> yeah. And uh, you came back. You, I did. Yes. That's, that's crazy. So we're not that bad. Um, <laughs> and so tell us tell us who you are, what you do, if, if people haven't heard your episode before or don't know anything about you. Yeah. My name is John Spike. Uh, I am a coordinator of instructional technology integration services. Serious. Um, yeah. Um, and you, if you add up the acronym, it spells out something interesting. You can listen to the Buffy to you yeah. podcast for that one. I won't get the, I won't use the same joke. Um, but I'm at uh, University of Wisconsin Whitewater. Uh, in the College of Ed, and I work with pre-service educators to help them use technology in their future roles, uh, teach courses. Uh, I I like to always bring this up on your show because I know both of you are big game-based learning advocates. Uh, I teach a course called Video Games and Learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, where, what an awesome life. Yeah, yeah. I'm living the dream. Like, it's that... You know, it's that life you carved out when you were six years old where you're telling your mom, like, this is going to pay off. Like, yeah, all these yeah, hours yeah, exactly. of Super Nintendo is going to pay off. <laughs> and she was um, like, get off that game now. <laughs> she, she was right about everything else, but I was right about the video games wow. paying off. Isn't in the that end. interesting, the, the time that we're in right now? I mean, mm-hmm. how much that's turned around and that is now, we're living in that time. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I mean, that's, you got, uh, I think it was... Um, the gentleman, he was a CEO of um, Starbucks and then Symantec. Um, Steven, I'm blanking his last name, but he put World of Warcraft on his resume, talked about all the skills right. he learned. 100%. Yeah. yeah, to be a CEO, you know, managing his guild, managing their finances, recruiting talent. Like that's, I mean, they're, they're transferable awesome. skills. Yes. I wrote a paper on it. Yeah. I wrote an, uh, what is that big fancy word? Autoethnography. <laughs> so it's a, it's a fact, a what? Uh, autoethnography. <laughs> it is a, it is a fact-based research paper, but based on your, your life, yeah. like your experience, something you have experienced talking about. So I wrote about being a guild leader and how there are transferable skills in education to leading a world of Warcraft guild and what that means in, you know, as far as like the things that I've learned from that. I was trying to think of what would be my transferable skills for being an expert at Galaga. <laughs> really quick finger. Hand eye coordination. Yeah, yeah, right. 100%. You could get out of a, car, a potential car accident very quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, absolutely. You would swerve. Uh, gotcha. uh, yeah. So you're here at USM Spark with us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so what are, you, what are you up to here? Yeah, so um, I, I'm actually, you know, uh, Chuck Taft, who puts it on, does a wonderful yeah. job. Um, I, I've known him for many years. I, I met him through Michael Matera um, of Explore Like a Pirate fame. Yes. And I, I've actually been to all five Sparks. This nice. is a five-year nice. anniversary. Do you get a badge? Uh, I, I want one. Yeah. I want one. I'm going to kind of hound Chuck for one. But uh, what was kind of cool is I was a featured speaker, I think, at the first or second. And Chuck said, 
you know, John, Hey, we want to return to our roots for the fifth anniversary. I want to bring you back as a featured and, yes. and I will do anything that man asked me to. Sure. Um, yeah. I got a big man crush on Chuck Taft. And I don't care who knows it. including <laughs> all your listeners. That's the first time I've ever actually met him. Yeah. And just being around him is infectious. This kind of uplifting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, he's awesome. Hey, you know, you would never know that he was actually running this whole thing because right. he's right there with you asking you, what can we do for you? Which yes. is just, what an amazing thing. Great. And I mean, if, if you could see, like we took pictures on Twitter and put them mm-hmm. on Twitter of our setup, like they've hooked us up pretty good here. Like we're, this is, a, this is our, one of our best setups we've ever Actually the quality had. of the recording here though, it should be way different. We were just talking about that just because we get to set this whole thing up. I mean, yeah. if other, other conferences actually let you do this, this is what they should do for podcasts. Put us it's on amazing. a new plane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, if you run a conference out there, <laughs> yes, yeah. we're, we're your people. And I think you guys hit it on the head, like his, the way he approaches it, he brings his personality and it, yeah. it's imprinted on everything that happens at the conference. He's looking for ways to have fun. You know, he, he invented a term, connect date, um, you know, just basically is what he wants to happen at Spark. And he generates ways for that to happen. And it shows in everything that the conference does. So what are you talking about? You're going to do a feature thing later today. Sure. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Would it, would it give us a little sneak peek. Don't, you don't have to spoil it. <laughs> So I've got two uh, this afternoon. Uh, one is a workshop, uh, and it's a, a project I've been working on called GameStorm EDU. Um, you can go to GameStormEDU.com. Free marketing for me right now. What? <laughs> um, and uh, you can uh, check out the resources. But the idea is kind of walking through the um, the design process. So it's kind sure. of design thinking and, and creating a game. And it's trying to demystify that for educators and students because it's an intimidating thing yes. uh, to do. And so we like to start, you know, just with let's talk about how you could reskin a game. Um, let's talk about how you could remix a game. Uh, and, and kind of do that. Uh, and then the um, other one that I'm doing is uh, one that I, I really love doing. It's, it's just really fun. It's kind of a, a high energy session. It's called Thinking Outside the Docks. And it's all these tricks you can do in slides and drawings. Very cool. talked a little bit about this before. Oh, yeah. Wild. Nice, nice. Yeah. And it's just, um, I turn it into a contest. So yeah. every little skill I show them, it's a contest. They submit it. Um, and then I, I kind of pick some winners. So people like it because there's prizes and they get to do some fun kind of goofy stuff uh, during the session. It's and brilliant. yesterday I was in your session, uh, the karaoke one. What's the uh, title of that? Yeah, that one's called Creating Karaoke Kids. Uh, Creating Karaoke Kids. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, the beginning of that session, that's, <laughs> that is what a beginning of a session should be, which is really high energy, participant driven. And then using that, what just happened, that experience in throughout your whole session to basically theme it out. Yeah, Fantastic, totally. man. It was, it was awesome. Thank Love you. It. Yeah. And that's, I think that's really good if your session can have a metaphor, you know, like I was just sitting in your session, Glenn, and you had like this metaphor of kind of like the, the launch, right? The brand ad, but you had this kind of like space theme of like, we're all kind of these educators floating in space and but, you know, if you find your tribe, you find your people, you, you can connect up and you hop in that ship and you kind of launch yourself a little bit, so to speak. Um, that came through. And that was the goal of karaoke. Like we need to have our students, you know, sharing at a young age to understand how to how tough that is and respect others who do it. And Love it. we're going to have a good, you know, we're going to we're going to promote the, the kind of interactions we want online. Uh, just like you do at a karaoke party. Um, sans the alcohol um, in, in K-12, of course. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, of course. Yep. Yes. So what's going on? What do you got? Plug something. Tell us what you're doing. <laughs> what's new? What's new in John Spikeland? 
I, I just want to tell you guys, uh, you, you're a big influence for one of the things I just started. Uh, uh, so being on the podcast, just seeing like your guys' life at conferences, it's so cool. You guys connect with all these people. And it doesn't matter if they're Joe Teacher who maybe just fired up a Twitter account or they're, you know, doing a feature or keynote or whatever it is. Um, I just love seeing you guys run the podcast. And I said, I, I, I would love to do something like that. And I've been listening to humorous podcasts. I love funny podcasts. Yeah, sure. um, you guys are just naturally humorous gentlemen. Um, but I was like, what if it's just a podcast about funny stuff that happens to us as educators? Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, so it's called um, Laugh Ed Podcast. LaughEdPodcast.com. Free plug again. Yeah. Uh, but, That'll be $200. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to buy ad space on here. <laughs> That'd That's LaughEdPodcast.com. <laughs> Powered by Squarespace. Uh, oh, are you guys going to have to cut that? Uh-oh, sorry. No, no, we're okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the, the idea was just, um, you know, some funny thing, like, you know, teachers tell stories from when their time teaching, um, when they were, um, students in a classroom. Uh, and then we do a little, um, improv game at the end, um, inspired by a game. We actually, uh, Mike, you and I played together. We were on a team, uh, it's called Silicon Valley startups. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a remix of that game, but for teaching a ridiculous situation. Oh, very cool. I need a piece of that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll get you guys on the, we'll get you guys on the, on the, the show podcast? for sure. Yeah. Oh yes. You gotta do it separately. Cause you have to have more content. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. So definitely. Two episodes. Yeah. Is better than one. Yeah. And I think we can both agree. You guys have a terrible rapport together, so I wouldn't want you on. <laughs> at the same time okay i kid i kid i kid no you guys Just you guys are hashtag wonderful. branded <laughs> there right? you go. more yeah. content is king yep yeah that, folks. Is, that is true yeah. hot, <laughs> hot tip yeah uh so there you go john spike everyone thanks man thank you Thanks for listening to On Education. My name is Mike Washburn. My co-host is Glenn Irvin. Want to get in touch with us? Check out our website at oneducationpodcast.com. You can tweet us at oneducationpod. Glenn is at Irv Spanish on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at Mr. Washburn. You can find us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash oneducationpod. We're also on Instagram at oneducationpod. If you're enjoying the show and think others would too, we'd be thrilled if you shared it with them. Please leave us a rating or review in Apple Podcasts or on the Google Play Store. When you leave a rating, it gives our rankings a boost. This helps others discover the show. We want to thank our presenting sponsor, Classcraft, for supporting us. Check out classcraft.com slash oneducation to learn more about them. Thanks as always for listening. Stay awesome. See you soon.